0: Demigod Chronicles.
1: This is your boy Santi Dyer, aka Demigod. I'm here with my co-host. What's going on? My name is Christian Lopez, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Yo, it's Jalen, aka J,
2: J
0: Rock. Yeah, we are gonna have to we gonna have to work on our AKAs and shit. <laughs> Everybody gotta have a, a crazy alias. Now. You call me Papi Café. All right, he's wild. <laughs> he's he's wild. I, uh, all right, so yeah, it's good to be back. Feels good. Another, another, another recording day. Another podcast day. How are everybody feeling? Phenomenal. Phenomenal, I like that. Great, man. I'm alive in 2020. Yes, that's that's an understatement, right there. Yeah. So, um uh huh. What else? All right, so what's good? How was everybody's week?
1: Was good. Was good, child. What's, what's new. Man, it was great. We posted that video. So I got a lot of love, so appreciate yeah. everybody who. Took the time to watch that. That was great, and I got a lot of work done. You know me, so I'd be in my office working. So I got a lot of, a lot, a lot of work done. A lot of great things. A lot of great information. So it was, it was a really good week. You care to uh, shed some light on something new that you learned this week? Something new I learned this week was to always speak straight. You know, a lot of times you want to tell like white lies. Someone asks you something, you want to tell a white lie because you don't want to really tell them how you feel. But in the long run, that that leads to mistrust in a relationship. So you're better off learning how to tell the truth better mm-hmm. and not so much hiding the truth because you feel uncomfortable to share it so. see that's why i never hit you down my way like i let like, you know let <laughs> you know i ain't leaving yeah you leave i come you show up an hour late all right <laughs> Every- <laughs> uh, jay what's supposed to do with you oh man uh week was
2: week was decent um you know people at the job is annoying but other than that i'm alive <laughs> and well breathing you know what i'm saying
0: regular sh- regular shit you know mm, that's good that's good uh what's new with me is week? Guess, for me the llc came in this week oh yeah that was phenomenal me and, me and my boy chris got the llc down that pack was great. That was we gonna great. uh we're gonna shed some light to that in a different
1: episode but... Actually, i got all the stuff in the kitchen i gotta show you too bro the, the fact dude, they really want more money look we're gonna get it <laughs> like, <we gonna> <laughs> the,
0: the government
1: it's,
0: is crazy it's
1: so. tax deductible though so. it, is, it is it is the government's crazy but um all right so, so Mm. But uh, we, into, we want to get into um, current topics. Current events. Yeah. Yeah, current events. events. I'll go first. Uh yeah, all right. So
0: I was looking at something right, and it was basically the CDC guidelines for Thanksgiving this year. So oh, you know, man. <laughs> yeah. Was it no more than ten people, bro? I so before they wanted to be four people per household. Okay. yeah they That don't even make any sense. It I, no sense. Alone in my house, I have six people. In my house. So kids counting kids too? Yeah. Okay. So but actually no, you just no, kept, you yes, seven seven, seven count kids. Seven yeah. counting kids. So that that was not happening yeah. for me. And they you know gave a little bit of leeway. They said all right, ten people per household. But some of the some of the guidelines and stuff it's like uh I right, so basically they want people to come with their own forks, utensils and plates. Oh what? Yeah. They feel like people should go to like the whatever respective area and like scoop the food out into your your stuff. People shouldn't have like the same serving spoon or anything like that. You need to be wearing your mask at all times in or out of the house. Then they said they um that people should uh you know uh try to have outdoor thanksgivings or, or something of the sort or have some type of tent set up outside. What's the weather going to be like? <sighs> From uh, my dad said it was, it was probably going to be raining or something like that. Diablo. Exactly. So I don't, I'm not, I don't even know how that's, how people think that's going to go, but what, what is, what's what's you, what's you guys thoughts on, on this, uh, this, this year's
1: Thanksgiving? How you I think, think go? I think everyone should be safe and take personal responsibility. You know, if you, feel like you are at risk or you in your house you have people who are at risk and you should stay home but you know if you've been safe and your family feels safe and everyone feels comfortable and you guys do it the proper way follow the guidelines i think you should go see your family you know but it's all about obviously first and foremost staying safe you know no one was a deaf on thanksgiving you know so you know but just being smart i mean don't do nothing out of the or don't go clubbing, you know, do that. But um you know, just... I don't think there'll be any clubs open. You'd be surprised. <laughs> nah, actually that's fine. you be <laughs> not around, probably not around here, but definitely like downtown.
0: Definitely like Atlanta, Texas. Oh, let's let's get what the Atlanta has not closed since yeah. <laughs> the start of the pandemic. Yeah. So they nuts. They been out here rocking. Lit. They might have closed them all or two. They might have closed Linux. <laughs> or, or 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 some of the, some of the bigger venues. But other than that, it's,
1: they out there, they nope. out there yeah, They got no fear. Shit, they better um, fear. Yeah, but for me, I think my current topic was,
0: I guess it's not it's not exactly
1: current, but it's new to me. And it's probably new to a lot of people. But uh, so I take Spanish classes and uh, I have a lot of professors who are overseas in different countries. And one of my professors were in Venezuela mm-hmm. and she was explaining to me like, what's going on in Venezuela? She showed me a couple of videos and it's really bad out there you know i saw a video of kids literally fighting to get food out of a dumpster like mm. they were fighting to run to a, a garbage truck to get the food out of the, the garbage yeah. truck in the back like it was crazy mm. but there's a crisis going on there you know I, the usually it's supposed to be democracy but i think the president like he finessed the system and kind of made it a dictatorship and took over power you know he he frauded the election the things he wasn't supposed to do and end up staying in power But I did see, and I was looking it up a little bit more, some countries are trying to help out and make that situation better. But, you know, a lot of people are struggling over there. Uh, They're having a bad depression, everything. So it's it's really bad. A lot of people are hungry, kids are hungry, people are in poverty. And like, I know a lot of times things in the U.S. aren't, you know, we feel like we we want our country to improve. We want a lot of things to change, but we should still sometimes be grateful for the fact that, hey, we're not fighting over food in a garbage truck. And maybe some places in the country there are, you know, but a lot of a lot of other countries do have things that are really going on that, that's that's a hundred times worse than what I could imagine. So absolutely. Um that that was just
0: um like a lot a lot of times I feel like it really like desensitized people a lot to like what's going on like globally. Because mm-hmm. people even like with the SARS thing that I, I'm pretty sure you guys seen on your social medias and like these last like few weeks and stuff. They talk about the stuff that's going on in Nigeria. Like, this stuff is horrible. But like, a lot of people don't even, like, see through the, like, the lens of, like, right, like, it's something that's going on in the world and this shit is inhumane. Like, a lot of people are just, they're just seeing it and scrolling past it. Just because, like, it's not directly affecting them. But I think, you know, when they they say it takes a village, it's literally a saying because it's, like, everybody in these villages, like, they all try to help each other out. So I just think just as us being all a part of the same village, meaning like human, the human race, like we should all probably try, try to start, you know, just shedding more light on, on stuff like that. And just become a, aware of yeah. what's going on. Did you even hear
1: about what's going on in Ethiopia? Uh, no. That's, that's just, I'm pretty sure that's the Sars thing, right? I don't know. So Ethiopia, um, so there's a, it has their whole country, but they have different tribes and one of the tribes were in power for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. And another tribe, when it, someone from his tribe became president. And I guess he was just tired of like them always being power. So The moment he became president, he took them all out of the government, like kicked them out basically. And then and I just kicked them out.
3: Yeah.
1: And then I guess their tribe wasn't listening to exactly what he was saying. So literally started bombing their, their area, their district. And he's at war with his own people. There's a lot of people in the U.S. who are Ethiopian who are protesting it. You know, mm-hmm. Milet's family's from that tribe. Yeah. You know, so it's it's crazy stuff that go on in other countries, mm-hmm. you know. Very, very, very crazy. Yeah. It's wrong, man.
0: Hello, Jay. What's your uh, current
2: event this week? Um, NBA news. Uh, draft and uh, free agency. Um, the Knicks, i say the Knicks are top three most Winning team right now in the offseason. They're winning the offseason. They got a couple of great draft picks Mm -hmm. Obi Toppin, um, Emmanuel Quickly, and uh, they picked up who who I think should have been drafted. Absolutely. And Miles Powell from CM Hall, Jersey kid. Uh, But the Knicks, the Knicks, and the Hawks are killing it too, man. The Hawks are killing it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, my, my, my guys, man, LA, man, Lakers, not, not, not the basement people, not the Clippers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lakers, baby, big brawn, LA brawn, we winning it's right
0: now. not the basement people, you know what I'm
2: saying? Uh, you know, it's a lot, a lot of moving a lot of moving parts going on right now, and it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens this year in a month,
0: um, I probably would say like last year was the first year in maybe about 3 years that I really paid attention to the NBA mm-hmm. just cuz that shit got to me it got boring like it got bo- it got to a point where it was like all right like I I think what I enjoy the most about college football mm-hmm. and NFL is that it just takes one bad game to knock a team off, right? Mm-hmm. Or it takes that that not even the team playing bad, but the underdogs playing really, really Good well. Playing a perfect game. Exactly. So like that has a different type of excitement for me. For basketball, it was the same two teams or the same two or three teams get into the conference finals and then get into the finals. And so it got kind of like mundane for me. So I was like, all right, like I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a step back from basketball. But I started paying attention again. I would probably say like probably like the season before last and last season. Mm-hmm. And with the new wave of players, bro, it just got really, really, I, I'm a, the person who I wanted to watch, that was
1: the guy I'm gonna start watching me again, It's Kobe. I feel like, honestly, I don't, I feel like I don't have time almost to follow sports. It's just too much. It's just it's so like, only time, only way I get sports information is from group chats. Mm-hmm. Or like, I played like fantasy football is the only way I know, I don't watch no football games. Cause it's just too, like, it's so much to keep up with like to you know the players, to know who's the ah, it's too much, what defense is good, what it's just so much. For for for
0: uh, like what well, I pay attention to now, it's not I don't I don't it's not about the reoccurring players. It's like the kids that I watched from college, like that's why I say I'm talking about Kobe White, he was a dog. And then when he got drafted by the Bulls, I was like, right, I'm, i I'm I've gotta watch him play in the league. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for like John Morant and like people like that. So like that wave, like that new wave of classes, like they're they're them transitioning is like what I'm paying attention to more for me. The boy uh we got Cassius. Big with, Cassius, baby. He added in Who's Who's Cassius Winston in Michigan State. Come on, I really don't know who that is. He's a, a dog.
2: That's good. Point guard. One mm. of the slowest, most mm. best point guards you'll ever see. He's a floor general. Yeah, he's nice. Mm. But I like I,
0: I, I like I like those the, the transitions between like the players from like going from college. And then just the younger players now are all just dynamic and for all sports. It's like these kids are just, I don't know if it's the GMOs <laughs> or whatever. They it was. gotta
2: be a Simulac in the milk. I'm telling you, it's just the milk.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it is, it's bro. It's the milk, man. But these kids are coming in. Ain't no way. They they bigger, stronger, faster. Yo, you see DK Met- Metcalf,
1: bro? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what yo, it's, he was produced. Yo. He was hashed.
2: <laughs> bro, it's an it's a Alabama commit. He goes to Duncanville High School. Yo.
0: Oh, yeah. Bro, I he's up.
2: 17 years old, and he's built, like, a 32. Oh, my. Like, I'm sitting there just, yo, bro, you're you 17.
1: Like, why out. are you built like this? A, a tank. You sound excited about that. Bro, tank.
0: he's humongous. I mean, because you got to think about it. It's going to be excited to watch. Uh-huh. Like, that shit is going to be. Like, yeah, it's bro. like it's enjoyable to watch DK Metcalf.
2: Like, that, the way he hugged down Buda Baker beautiful oh man I like the effort the yeah way. like it's effort and then you just see somebody that big just moving that fast and like you just sitting there like bro what do you have like how, how could, do you move that fast bro what are you eating yeah what are you eating what are you doing
1: Crazy. genetics that's what i i think it's so funny too because like i was reading something it's like will smith has a quote like the difference between talent something you're born with and skill yeah. something you develop yeah and someone like LeBron, his talent, something he was born with, Definitely, he's 6'6". Six, 6'9". Six, six nine. Six, nine, mm-hmm. 250. He's born with that. But skill, he developed how to shoot. He mm-hmm. developed how to dribble. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we would be like, oh, people in the NBA NFL, they're just lucky. I wish I was born with that talent. I think sometimes we really forget like, man. They, man they you like hard. Hard, man. You <laughs> have...
2: Ta- oh, when talent, what's was the saying? When hard hard, hard work beats be talent, when talent, be talent, talent doesn't work hard, yeah. word
1: man, and that's that was that's my, a proven was on my jersey back like, back in the day. But I think fact. like you know, look at Giannis and his brothers, for example, mm-hmm. they're pretty much all the same size. Yeah. So you could be like, oh, I wish I was born that size. Well, they were all born that size, and it didn't transition into Giannis. You know what I mean? Because that's because Giannis works extremely it hard. Yeah, bro.
0: Like it it takes a different type of because. Everybody can have just a genetic makeup. I yeah. played with some some kids that was big and just waste, man. <laughs> like like they're on the field or the court, or whatever sport, and they're just non-existent. So yeah. <clears throat> you can be big, but for you to to for you to develop a skill set, it goes to back to back, back to like what you're saying. Like it. you just got to work at it. That's what I try to get
2: my little brother to do, man. Ricard, ain't no way, ain't no way. You six three. Bro, and- his little brother is about
0: to be a freshman. Mm-hmm. He's a for he no, he's no, he is a freshman. He's 6'3. He wears on 16 shoe, bro.
1: And he, he was lit like he was little before. Mm-hmm. He was little and he
3: just,
1: yeah, it's a, it's a mindset. Like, shout out. I, uh, it's called like the fix and growth mindset. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's a belief. Some people have beliefs that it's like self limiting beliefs that I can't work hard to achieve something. It's either you're born with it or you're not. So they see someone who communicates really well and it's like, I can never be that person. Big cat. You know what i mean but then there's people who were like man i could do anything i put my mind to and, I, and they said that's what separates people who become successful and people who don't become successful you know and lebron Definitely. oh i said wrestling about lebron bro they had a, a sports psychologist come talk to him when he was young mm-hmm. in the nba and he was like and they're like okay so what's going on? he was like i'm pretty good right now but like my goal is to be the best player I've ever he's like what do you think of your game He goes, i'm good but i can't shoot threes yet and this is like back then and now you look at him now, it's like, clearly this guy <laughs> yeah. met everything he said when he was younger. <laughs> because it, it's like, there's just people, certain people are just built to just
0: see something and just go get that shit. So it's like, you can, you can be somewhat talented, but to be talented and have that drive because you have the, there's plenty of people that, that fell through in the league. You got, remember Michael Kicker, because he was supposed to be this, this, this amazing player. Then you had, um, was it Shabazz Muhammad? He was supposed to be this Definitely. amazing player. But then you had like a Tariq Evans where he was that for a little bit, got but hurt. He, he couldn't, like, you feel me? He couldn't mm-hmm. get over the, the injuries and stuff like that. You yeah. have a Brandon Roy where he was that for a little bit and he can't get over it. Yeah, but then you have especially. a Jared Rose where he's going to, he's going to get to, like, he got hurt continuously. Mm-hmm. But his, willpower in his mind was just like Fuck that like i'm i'm yeah, not I'm I gotta get it yeah i'm not i'm not gonna stop that's why they are like, broke and i watched him score that 50 point game bro and i've seen how emotional he was at the game you like, me? You i felt that because like, it's yeah. like bro like i like that like that shit is crazy because it's like you've been in those positions before where it's like you just feel like all everything's against you yeah like everything's wow. against you most definitely like and, but it, not everybody's story can just pan out that way. Like, some people really do have, like, you, you're you the type of person, like, I know you could have overcame your in, injuries and, you know, mm. like, really continuously conceived. But it's like, for you, it's like your body wasn't allowing you. That was terrible. But for you, it's like your your body wasn't allowing you to get over your ailments. So mm. it was just a reoccurring thing. So, like, I, but like, you, I know you're the type of person and you have that willpower. Yeah. But you just apply that to other stuff. Yeah. You know, so. I
1: think we talked about that. When did we talk about that? Last episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, uh, like I told you before, I think when you give up, uh, give up on something mentally, it's pretty much over. Because that is the deciding factor whether, like, you're going to be
0: that or you're going to be that, you know? Because <laughs> it's easy for somebody to be on some, like, all right, I can do this. Like, I know I'm good at this. And to see your path and be like, all right, like I know I'm gonna go to the league, I know I'm gonna be this. Mm. But if you know something's gonna happen for you, like that's when you fall into mediocrity. You can be great and be a a mediocre great Mm. because you could just be, all right, I'm this person where I'm talented, but I know I'm this talented and like this is what I have. Jamal Crawford. You don't wanna tap into not Jamal Crawford. He 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 tapped into that, but it's like hit
1: for him, he was never meant to be like this. No, but didn't he say once the season's over, he just like He hasn't really trained. That's it. He's just balls. He's just, he, with Jamal Crawford,
2: it's like, he's one of them dudes that's, he's forever at 60 years old. He's, he's going to be, be able to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Just, just by him always playing and the way I guess his body is set up, to be honest, because the kid, the, the dude is just. He's
1: forty years old, still cooking people, still cooking. now but I thought he said. I thought he said once the season was over, he like doesn't train. For real? I I, I never heard that. I don't know mm-hmm.
0: that that um could be fake news. Could be. You never know. <laughs> you never know in today's world. But like that. That's just it's it's crazy, bro. Because it's like uh, like it takes that that certain person that's just to be able to tap into that, mm-hmm. and it's like you could be you could be like i said before you could be a, uh, you could be great but you could be mediocre like i have played with people before where it was just like they were just okay with being good enough mm-hmm. and i played with people before where they weren't even good enough but they're like and i think like respective to everybody's like religious beliefs but like i think that's what like god intends like he doesn't give you like that's like everything's a puzzle you know so he doesn't give you that all right, I'm gonna make you the complete package. Like mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I'll give you all the talent in the world, but you're gonna like drive. So you're gonna have to go and find that. Or it's right. like, I'm not gonna give you any talent, but I'm gonna give you so much drive that you can go and like tap into that talent and you you can build that from scratch. Yeah. So it's like, I think for everyone that had, that's why you always have those people. Where it's like, all right, you have a person like uh like a Chris Brown or somebody like that, right? He's mm-hmm. one of the greatest. Like, and I i would say he's the greatest but he's one of the greatest talents talents of our generation right Mm -hmm. and you always see these people where it's like all right these persons super talented but they ran into legal problems or they ran it for me even if you want to go back to mike it's like this person had everything he's gonna lack somewhere Mm -hmm. because that's just that life doesn't work like that so it's like if you don't have that mental stability or you don't have that that discipline to be like listen i'm great at singing i'm great at dancing i'm great at acting I can freaking do backflips. I can be a stuntman. Like, he could literally play basketball. He could do whatever. The man could be a ninja if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like he could do whatever he wants and he's freaking 6'3". Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like he didn't have to be Chris Brown. He could have been an athlete. He mm-hmm. could have been that like any route, pretty much any way you would have turned he would've been successful. Mm-hmm. But now what is it going to take in, inside of you to be like, "All right, like I have to humble myself and I still can be like wounded." I, could, I still can be a victim of something else mm-hmm. because I have all these things going for myself. Yeah. And I think that's where people run into that, where it's like, they get this they get this overflow of talent and like just as like a torrential downpour of talent, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, like right, I'm this person, cause everybody validates it for me, I know I'm that guy, so I get to move this way. Mm-hmm. But that's the person that runs into a DeAndre Baker situation where you hanging out with the wrong people and you doing this and you doing that, and now you get caught with a charge and they just they just said last week that he all charges are dropped against him but now is the team really going to want to try to have to deal with that and go like he probably no, He
2: signed, signed
0: i would say he's probably going to find his way back into the league but it's just now like that's he's a sign
1: at the day. chiefs
2: she's got
1: him. that's on your jacket now you feel me and it's, it's like but wasn't it his situation was someone trying to like um trying to set him up embezzle him or something yeah like? yeah yeah yeah. but,
0: but uh, you, you think what's his name could ever be in a position of that cool. uh uh like a eric Weddle. Well, you never know, but no. The, it's it's, it's just it's smart. it's about who you surround and I I, I I know people that are from his area and they say like he be out there. Like he'll he chill even even like um Yeah, like you be just being in that area, like you you're not untouchable and you have like once you're in a situation where you're surrounded by people that have nothing to lose and you have everything
1: to lose, they'll drag you down. They'll drag you down. Oh, I forgot someone someone said that on Instagram. I responded to it. Was talking to him a little bit about it, but if you, but they were saying if you hang out with people who have nothing to lose, that eventually they'll help you lose everything. Mm-hmm. Um, One of like one of my favorite uh, tracks by Dave East,
0: uh, it's, it's Type of Time. He has a like a like an outro and it's Fifty Cent talking, mm-hmm. and he said that his he was like he's like you know what my grandfather told me he said you'll get as far as the motherfuckers you talk to for no reason. He's like you'll be <laughs> success as successful as the motherfuckers you talk to for no reason. There's like, if every conversation I'm having, I'm trying to have a progressive conversation, any like, any anything I talk to somebody about, like I'm gonna gain some type of knowledge from it. Even if you listen to this podcast right now, are like, you gonna gain some type of knowledge for it throughout any portion? But if we're just up here, or if you're talking to anybody and they just talking about nothing, and you talking to them for no reason, like you're not, it's not a, a business deal, it's not a friendship, like what are, you, what are y'all talking about? Like we yeah. talking for no reason. And if we're talking for no reason, and you telling me about some stocks or some shit mm-hmm. i might i might you know what I, mean? I, I can be as successful as like that's what that's what it, it just gears towards is like you're gonna be as successful as the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and growing up I like definitely you definitely see that definitely agree with that as you all know each week uh we have our boy djj choose a song of the week so right now he's about to play the song of the week for us and we uh you're gonna see what the vibe is. Yo, man, Jay here,
2: DJ Jay, whatever you wanna call me. Go. Song of the Week goes to, uh, we had a, a very, very big moment in hip hop this past week um, Versus Battle with Young Jeezy and Gucci Man. And this song of the Week goes to them, man. Let's
3: rock.
0: You even a couple grand for my outfit. All right, all right. That was a song of the week. It was so icy. That song is a staple to my childhood. I ain't even gonna hold you. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Grow up, grew up in Patterson is like I don't know why, but Patterson's like a pipeline to Atlanta. Like everybody from it, from Patterson, thinks they're from like Atlanta or some shit. But <laughs> <laughs> so icy. You can that brick fair, all that like. Gucci Man and, and Jeezy was very, very prevalent in Madison growing up. Definitely.
2: Definitely. I mean, they were everywhere. Um, I know for me, young Jeezy, first time I heard Jeezy was uh, I was in fifth grade, and one of my great friends, uh, Kion, he was like, I was off, you know, doing my dance and stuff, because this was the time where it was lean with it, rock with it, walk it out, all that came back, all that came <laughs> James on. Jeezy <James> was wild. <laughs> all that came on, you know, I was off that, and then my boy, he was like, "Yo, come listen, come listen to the dude, Young Jeezy," with, you know, um, it was his first album, and then he showed me, uh, what song was it? Was it and then what? And then what? And then what? What's it? What's it?
0: Nah, Jeezy's just like you. You yeah, really nah. rock with Jeezy like nah, that. Nah, so I ain't
1: just... say nothing. <laughs> yo, you didn't, didn't say you didn't nothing. rock. You don't rock or Gucci, man. Chris from to field, That's what it is. No, I didn't do that. I mean, <laughs> I bump. I listen to Gucci, but now I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I was. The, I bumped them every single. Nah, I know his music though. Oh, Okay, I know.
2: I yeah, know. it was. It was like, and then what? And then that boom, boom clap, boom, yeah. boom clap. That was that Manny Fresh beat and Jeezy. Ever since then. Became a Jeezy fan and this past versus man, that was the best versus. Better than uh DMX and Snoop Dogs. But uh You think so? Yeah. This was big for hip hop, bro. It was good. It was, it was this fun. was big, bro. Like these these were the two like we were growing up like watching their, you know, watching their beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yo, come on. <laughs> Watch <it>. <laughs> <laughs> watching their problems. You know, watching their yeah, problems, know you what I'm saying? Are. Watching, watching, you know, their conflict. So, you know, every, everything that happened with, you know, Jeezy sending a hit on Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Gucci killing the dude and Gucci made a rap about it. All right, so
0: in your opinion, I mean this is this is all subjective all right that's what we're gonna say this is all subjective but in in your opinion who won snowman man big snow no one <laughs> stop playing with me Nah, big snow it's, it's big bird season i now. didn't watch it you didn't watch it <laughs> we'll watch. bro i ain't gonna hold i seen the highlight gucci wasn't there he wasn't there to uh to, to win a music battle like he, he was there was, he, was, he was there to disrespect. He, yeah. he he was there to clown he was petty he was there to clown him in front of everybody and, he was petty and he he definitely succeeded
2: at doing that like he, he was petty but you know young Jeezy and I'm saying you know what he said what what did Gucci say um bro that, my 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 outfit cost ten thousand dollars right you know what Jeezy said your outfit cost ten thousand dollars I own a half of Atlanta real estate nigga oh re- say, real, real estate
0: first off right that 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 was a was a slight to to um to to Jeezy because Jeezy put a ten band uh, hit. Bro, that on was out. oh what oh six, right? So that statement was to that. And if you have if you own more land than Gucci Man, right? Mm-hmm. You own more real estate. You've been free since you've been popping, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, Gucci Man served over like five or six years, mm-hmm. and he was locked up, and he still has more money than him. So bro, what but it, Gucci put on
2: mad people. Okay, so that's his real estate. What the fuck is you talking about? Nah. nah. Anyway. Jeezy's going to be making money off that real estate when he's... Kids, kids. Yeah, like, you got to think about that. That's what he's, you know, he's woke. Okay. Gucci, Gucci's still on that was, young boy. He trying to be on that he high th- road. He throw he was,
1: that word out too much. What, woke? Woke. Yeah, he, 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 tried, word he, just he trying to be on out that... Out. That word be getting thrown out. Just <laughs> So you don't you don't, you don't think Jeezy is woke by that? But what does that he, mean? He understands a uh, little uh, you- uh, segment.
0: Chris, what we drinking this week? What is this?
1: Um, I don't even know. It's excess. Strawberry. 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 Tell the people about it. Strawberry, vitamin B twelve. If you don't have vitamin B twelve in you, get some in you. Energy if you wake up tired, get <laughs> <it's> vitamin B <B12>. twelve. <laughs> but uh woke.
2: I believe I believe woke is like you know you understand like you understand what it takes and now yeah basically
0: you know but why that you're woke when everyone else is asleep right
1: i think people look no. i see what do you mean if you're if you're woke and i'm not i'm asleep but what is it let's, let's define it please because i see everyone throwing that word out well i woke, think woke. i think when people say woke they're really trying to say they're aware of self, right?
0: I think because if you're throw, aware of
1: self, you're aware of what's going on right I think right now when people say woke on social media, they're trying to imply they're better than other people. Yeah, no, no, that, that's definitely what yeah. they're trying to do. <laughs> Cause what like seriously, what does it mean that, to be woke? I don't know. Cause like people would say,
0: like, oh, you gotta pay attention to what the government's trying to do. This is a pandemic. Da, 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 I'm woke. All
1: right, you're woke, but like What's basing like woke. what are you basing your argument off? They're about? not woke, bro. A lot of people are getting a lot of people are getting confused by algorithms that are <laughs> that are sending them information that they already believe in confirming their biases. Then that's not woke. At all. So so like, what is woke? You know, if you what is woke? Like I don't even know what it means to be woke. I don't know. Are you are you aware? Like say so, so if someone be like, I'm woke because I'm aware of what's actually going on. Well, how do you know that's what's actually going on? Like, how are you? Woke. <laughs> How are you woke?
0: I think if you if you if you just if you have knowledge because I right, everything comes from like like deduction right. So you have to like hear something, be reasonable, and deduct what you get from it. Yeah. So if you're hearing that. Oh, um, coronavirus is fake. It's this. It's that. I I know. I know the government is doing this because they're trying to they're trying to mind control people. And it's this. And it's that. Or people are saying that. Oh, the election is going to be rigged. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. All right. Now, if you, like you said, if you have a, a cognitive bias, right, and you now find something to back your bias, you the the thing about being like a person that can like have that type, of, you you're supposed to understand the opposition, and you're supposed to be able to use that to increase your argument. So if you, I say to you, like, if you say to me that, oh, this is a pandemic. Coronavirus is fake, right? And I say to you, what if it's real? And you can't acknowledge the fact that there's a possibility that it might be real. Your, your whatever statement you have is completely like, now nah, it's like, <laughs> there's no validity
1: in it at all. Mm-hmm. And you wanna talk about cognitive biases. I've got something for that right now. Oh man, this man just pulled out some papers. What's going on? <laughs> well, we got a list of 50 of them. <laughs> all right, let's, let's, let's not do 50, but- No, we gotta do 50. To some of them to. Um, Let's see what woke, let's see what- <laughs> 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 oh let's see what we'll, let's see if we can get for whoa oh i like this one the duning kruger effect it's the less you know the more confident you are and the more you know <laughs> the less confident you are yo oh my god this is a um
0: oh damn there's a video I seen. it was like asking uh asking questions at a trump rally oh
1: let's not get into that that's,
0: that's bro that shit was hilarious because the lady literally he said he said, You have nothing to base this off of. She said, Well, I read it. Well, I heard it. Mm-hmm. He said, So you didn't read it, you heard it. She was like, Yeah, well, he's like, So you you heard something, you completely didn't check it at all. You mm-hmm. just completely basing your argument off of something that you heard. And like he's That's what a lot of people do though. Exactly. But I he's, hate it. but when the people hear it out loud, they can't just agree with it because they know they sound stupid. Because if I say to you, Oh, so you just heard that, you didn't check it at all. Let's see if it was true. Like you're basing your reason off that. Of yeah. And for you to go, yeah. <laughs> like you're completely agreeing, like I just did some dumb shit. Like, so the people didn't want to like um, admit to whatever they were saying. And like, a guy, a guy was like, it's, "It was hilarious, bro." He was just saying some stupid stuff.
1: Yeah, but back to the woke, bro. I'm so woke, people. And can we also? This isn't woke either, because you believe in like you know I'm a cancer or I'm a, a Pisces, and because I had Information for certain signs. I'm woke because I understand myself. Yeah, nah. that. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. that... Can we stop that listen, one too? All right, we we have
0: we have to be we have to be sensitive. To, okay, I'm sorry. To, to the uh... <laughs>
2: Chris, Chris. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. Listen, bro.
0: I'm behind you 100. We gotta that be sensitive bit. to horoscope people. Listen, I don't. No, I don't believe. I don't not, believe, not, it. I don't believe in it either, right? Uh-huh. But I. I had a conversation with somebody recently that made me understand their reasoning behind it. Right? Oh, okay, and it's it's just, it's just the same as like I I don't want to get too into it, but it's it still to me I can't base myself mm-hmm. off of, of yeah. off of uh, star alignments and yeah. all and all these other things. But it it's just giving you a basis to go off of things. Sometimes yeah. it may not be true, and sometimes you can you can find differences in people. But there are certain people that that are from the same group that share some similarities. Right. So I, I guess I can see why people see that. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, no, no.
1: My thing is, I have no right to say it if it's right or wrong. I just don't like the whole concept of I'm woke. Oh no, no, yeah, so, no. nah, I,
0: bro. I, 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 was in class once, right? And this is this is like when people have a like a bias yeah. already, right? So if you feel that this thing can control your day, you can literally allow it to control your day. Mm-hmm. This girl was in class, right? I forgot what we were doing, but like she was just like being mad, like snobby in class. Like mm-hmm. teachers, like Can you put your phone. She's, she, you know, just her, in her body language, yeah. right? So somebody said something to her, and she like started going off. Then she stopped. Then I see her scrolling like on her laptop, right? And <laughs> she goes, she goes, "Oh, I knew I, I, I knew I had an attitude today. Mercury's in retro- retrograde." And I looked over. I was like, "What the fuck is you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> like, what? Like you? Like you'll look at your and it, 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 it'll be something symbolized. Your horoscope tells you that you're gonna have a bad day today. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you normally be able to let go and just like, all right, yeah. whatever. Like you're gonna harp on it now because it's like, oh, my horoscope told me I was gonna have a bad. Like any slight inconvenience doesn't mean you had a bad day. Yeah, you got yeah, a slap. Yeah. You had a bad moment in your day. If somebody died that you know that day, you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah. To, to me, if you got into a car accident, you're probably gonna
1: have a bad day. To me, like if you're late for work. To me, the most acceptable uh, example of woke I've ever heard, where I could be like, okay, I can get behind that, is you're woke if you're able to live in the present moment, and if you're able to understand that, like we said before, cognitive bias. If you know for a fact that all humans, me, you, Jay, my mother, my father, are subject to cognitive bias. Mm-hmm. Like if you know that, and you're able to live a life that says, hmm, I know I'm, a, I'm prone to these cognitive biases, I'm not going to let them control, control my life. Mm-hmm. If you can go as far as that and not get caught up in those, then I would accept the fact that you're woke, you can live in the present moment, you don't get hooked up on the past, you don't get too far into the future and make up all these things that probably will never happen that you're fearing. and you know, you don't get mixed up on cognitive biases. If you could do that, I'll accept that you're woke. But if you're telling me you're woke because you got some conspiracy theory <laughs> that's going on <laughs> that you went down went down a rabbit hole on the internet of algorithms and they got you to believe, you know, what this.
0: pisses me off too, bro. It's like when people want to be like subjective, but they they like they, like, they kind of like state it first, mm-hmm. and it be like. It's kind. It's kind of like me saying no offense, and then saying something offensive, That's it. right? Mm-hmm. People will be like, "Oh, um, you know, da da da," and then like when something sounds completely outlandish, mm-hmm. they'll t- they'll take the position of, "I know this sounds crazy, but people are are, are gonna are gonna say it's crazy because it's true, right?" Mm-hmm. So people are like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I love, yeah, I love to, uh, I love to call truth conspiracy theories," and it's like. Oh, no, because like <laughs> truth, like, right, I this is a water bottle.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: I can see that this is a water bottle, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I can touch it, mm-hmm. so I know that's the truth that yeah. that's a water bottle, right? Mm-hmm. But if I said tap water bottles made out of just metal and it's leaking into every sip you take is leaking into your organs and it's killing you every sip. Yeah, it's a conspiracy because I can, I have nothing to prove that right now. Like I can physically prove that this is a water bottle right mm-hmm. in front of me. But I can't prove what I'm saying through that. Yeah. So unless I have truth behind that, and then people will find like little little pieces and be like, "Oh, this has to be this." Like, so the people the people that believe that that there's lizard people, right? And that the the the, the government's being ran by 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 reptiles and skin suits. They they ha- they have what they feel is is valid reasoning too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's a conspiracy because you can't prove that. Go unzip one of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And show me that there's a reptile in there, please. Then I'll believe you. Like I can't, I can't believe it if it's not. Like I need yeah. that, and then that people will use that. Like oh, y'all, y'all just need, y'all just need to believe something, right? Y'all just gotta do it. So it's like no, like don't make, try to make me feel
1: crazy because I'm being reasonable. Like that shit pisses me Bro, off. It's like is there's a saying, pigs don't know pigs stink. So a biased person does not know he's being biased. Like are he or she doesn't know they're being biased. So you can't tell them yo bro you're being biased and there's another cognitive bias that the more you argue with someone the more you argue with them the more they believe what they believe mm-hmm. so like say we you, we were arguing about michael jordan is the best or lebron james is the best the more we debate who's better mm-hmm. all we do is convince ourselves more and you do that definitely. and you do that with everything in your life yeah definitely uh, i I, <laughs> definitely.
0: I i know for a fact i do that <laughs> Definitely. and especially if the other person is not confident in what they're saying I feel like that doubles yeah. like. Got <laughs> like, You know, bro. Whenever I argue with people, and they, they, they all it's like I, I'm a shark. I smell one, one drop of blood, and I'm, I, I'm, it's over. It's like, bro, you have to be completely, completely solid in your argument with me. Like you mm-hmm. have to have a stance, take that shit, and completely believe in it. Because if you don't, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna wax the floor with you. No cap. Hey. That's and, not even uh, an A. Y'all I know, know, I know, but like, I'm not even gonna clip this out either. I'm gonna leave that. So, leave it <laughs> to, the, to so the listeners. Y'all decide if that's an A or not. Y'all get back to me. But, um, uh, yeah. I, so, what I, what I wanted to ask y'all, right, mm-hmm. is I seen an interview, right, with uh, shout out to Westside Side Gun. Okay. He was talking about like merch and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, he was saying that like he makes like over $20,000 a month just in just merch. That's beautiful. So, I just wanted to get your um, opinions on, like, what do you think the importance of merch is and how how do you think it's relevant to, like, whatever your marketing scheme is, no
1: matter what your business is? Like, what, what do you mm-hmm. feel like merch does for a business or a brand? For me, my opinion, it's just something I think is probably the most important per- thing for anybody uh, financially, not in life. Just the most important thing financially is passive income. Mm-hmm. that's what it is you make a design once and you can now sell that design for the rest of your life and people are going to go on your website and buy that shirt from you, that merch from you without you having to put time into it mm-hmm. so Westside side gun does not okay he, did, he might work on that. design design it once but he's not the one okay pressing it he's not the one then folding it and putting it to the box he's not the one then taking that to the post office and mailing it to the person so he's once the shirt's designed and it's out there and it's on the website he then is checked out like he says woke like made 20 before i landed like on a plane before i landed i made the money he was not in involved in that process (laughs) you know what i'm saying you know i know people who literally make more money sleeping than we all make at our jobs definitely that's passive income yeah and if you and (laughs) it's like the way inflation (laughs) is going bro if you don't develop passive income for yourself, like I always talk to you about. If you don't develop passive income for yourself, there's gonna come a point in time, maybe 20 years from now, 30 years from now, where there's literally not enough hours in the day for you to work, for you to keep up with how much inflation's going. And that's gonna happen. There used to be a time in America where one person in a household could work and take care of the whole family. Then it was your mom had to go to work. Now it's your mom and dad have to go to work. You have to have your own job to take care of yourself. Our mom and dad handle the big bills and now it's like every kid in the household works, the mom and dad works. It was not always like that. Yeah. So what do you think it's going to be 20 years from now? Mm.
0: That it was the broader one interview to That's that that's definitely important. I I I completely agree with that. What about you, Jay, what do you think the importance is of merch? Yeah. Um damn, Chris have going following behind Chris.
2: <laughs> All right, bro. We got to make him go last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. Um i'm gonna i'm gonna just say (laughs) adding probably just adding your own your own like just it being you Mm -hmm. it being you know you like like what chris said you're creating your you know whatever your brand your logo Mm -hmm. your logo and then you know if people like it they're gonna buy it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um like travis scott travis scott could put a a backwards i mean that's not i don't think is the shoe call is the shoe merch yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Travis Scott put a backwards Nike Nike sign on on his ones. Mm-hmm. People went crazy, like yeah. for a backwards Nike sign. I mean, there were, those are ones. The sneakers is hot, but
1: fifteen hundred
2: just for a backwards mm-hmm. Nike sign. You know, made it. He made it his own, and you know, it's a hit. And I'm pretty sure he's still making
0: money off that. So. Absolutely. Uh, it's like realize for um for like merch and marketing is all right, so just before we even get, get into like merch, mm-hmm. like we live in a in a in an era now where people, if you look every one of your um your social media apps, they all call it a community, right? Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they'll say uh join this community, Twitter community, uh Instagram, whatever. Okay, they refer to it as a community because mm-hmm. we we're in a pocket now where before you literally had to travel to Paris. Mm-hmm. You had to travel to Japan to know that, all right, damn, they have vape over here, they have this, they have that. Now mm-hmm. you can get on your Instagram, you can get on your Twitter, you can see it, right? Mm-hmm. So with everything being smaller now, now with these communities, people want to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. So if you know, if you're an Eagles fan, if you follow the Eagles page, you guys are a community of like-minded people that all feel the way about a, the same way about a football team, right? Mm-hmm. You know that if you follow – something that has like um accounting facts or you know something even following Gary V like he created a community mm-hmm. of people that kind of share the same ideologies and are like minded people so people want to feel even though we all feel like you know we're individuals and everything but i remember somebody was wearing a t-shirt once it said it said i'm i'm unique just like everybody else and everyone looked the same Right? Mm -hmm. So it's funny that like people think they're unique, but like people literally belong to the same pocket. Mm -hmm. Like So if everybody thinks they're unique, like no one's unique, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it just goes to the fact that like people, even though like people like to feel like that, like we still need some type of validity from whatever's going on around us. Mm -hmm. So if I feel like, all right, if I buy this watch, right? I have a Michaels Kors watch, right? Mm -hmm. I know other people are gonna think this watch is nice. Cause it's a nice watch. Mm-hmm. And when people see it, they're gonna recognize it. Yeah. It was oh shit, that's an MK watch. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Validate. You feel me? Oh, I'm gonna buy this this Dreamville hoodie. But when another Dreamville <laughs> <laughs> merch. <laughs> but when another Dreamville fan sees you, that's a yo, yo, I, I, I fuck with Cole. You feel me? So it's like when you sell merch, you're creating a community for your pocket. Right mm-hmm. now, like that. when you have that pocket mm-hmm. and you create that community, bro, that now what people want is to live within that brand voice. Mm-hmm. So the Dreamville logo looks like a baseball tee, right? <clears throat> like the, the literally baseball shirt. Oh, like, like that. okay, okay, okay. Like it has that font. Mm-hmm. J. Cole has always been the person where he's talking about sports. Mm-hmm. And he's making that relatable to rap, Mm -hmm. and how like his come up. So you feel like I'm a part of his team. We're dreamers. We're we're this. You feel me? So when you listen to good music, when you're a Kanye fan, it's like the people that listen to Kanye, they're in a certain certain type of pocket. So now when you're creating your merch, like this is a nice little plug to follow the page at underscore master studios with a V. You know that's 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 the merch for us. But um, right there, gang them, ganging them. When you're creating your merch, you have to live your brand. So Westside Gun, he is really into art, right? Mm-hmm. And he's really into the pocket of like doing like things in a in a in a in an artsy manner. So like the stuff he sells has borders on it. He's really into wrestling. He uses wrestlers. He has like a, a tea with Chris Benoit. So like so he's living like, his stuff and it's true to himself. And so if I see you have merch and mm-hmm. you have a brand. Mm-hmm. and you're making money off your brand mm-hmm. and you're taking that money and buying other things i'm not going to i'm not going to believe in your brand like i will leave the house and i'm i'm head to toe in my own brand mm-hmm. and it's because when i wear my stuff i'm comfortable in it i like it mm-hmm. and it's probably what i would want to wear regardless yeah. of whatever else is out there like there's other there's other brands and stuff that i do like and that i do enjoy and i mix that with my stuff but I'm, I'm going to wear myself because I want people to realize not only am I putting this out there, but it's a trusted product because I'm wearing it. I even like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take the money and the proceeds I, I made from this and go buy Louis Vuitton and being Louis Vuitton. I'm going to wear it all exactly what I'm wearing because this is what I like. And I'm selling
1: it to you yeah. guys now. Yeah. So become a part of my community. I think, I think that's important too. Like I wrote it down you said, live in your brand. Cause I think it was like a point in my life after I graduated college. And everyone I feel like everyone goes on that journey, like who do I want to be? Like, w- what I want to be, you know, and I had to figure that out. And then once I decided to be that person, I had to live that. So there's a lot of things I had to stop doing mm-hmm. because it didn't correlate to who I said I was or who I said I wanted to be. And same thing saying what's got gun. You can't say, I'm a wrestler, and then don't wrestle. You know what I mean? You can't not not wrestle, you can't not, not like wrestling. You can't say, you know, I love artwork, but then we go to your house and there's not a single piece of art. So mm-hmm. I think what everyone is so important to, after you pick that brand, cause everyone needs a personal brand. You have to then live it, like live it to the core. Like if you come to my house, it's not hard. It's like, I'm not faking it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can see like, if you spend 24 hours with me, you would see that everything I say, I do on a daily single basis every single day. Absolutely. And like people, People don't realize that, but it's like, all right, you can
0: have a brand. Consumers don't trust the company Mm -hmm. at all, Mm -hmm. but they'll buy your product, but they're not buying your product because you say what your product is. Mm -hmm. I can say I'm Popeye's. We have a chicken sandwich. This shit slaps, (laughs) but you're not coming to the store because you saw my commercial. You're coming to the store because your boy said that Popeye chicken sandwich slapped. Mm-hmm. And now you saw a commercial validated who you trust, mm-hmm. and then now you're gonna go try it. Was that word of mouth marketing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. so with that, it's basically saying that like the consumers create what the brand is. they they tell you, your audience tells you what it is. Mm-hmm. We can say we're a podcast for the culture, we're a podcast for this area, and we're trying to, you know, uplift people. Mm-hmm. But if sixty year olds, we had 80,000 six year old ladies named Gertrude listen to our podcast. Guess what? We're for the Gertrudes. <laughs> like, because they said they like us. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you try to market your stuff as. Mm-hmm. The community and the people in in, in a whole, they kind of, you know, market and they create mm-hmm. what, what what you're saying it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, for this week's discussion, we wanted to get into, you know, something that's pretty apparent in um, a genre that we all listen to, I'm pretty sure. Most people subscribe to uh, rap music. Um, yeah, uh, basically, what I'm pretty much noticing is there's been a lot of um, a lot of tragedy, a lot of violence, but more so gun violence than anything uh, with rappers. You know, recent rappers we lost. Um, we lost uh, Nipsey to start off and lost uh, Pop Smoke. Um, now it's King Von. There's um, Mo three. Yeah, Mo three. Uh, Benny the Butcher was shot last week. Boosie was shot last week. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. And <clears throat> what, like, what, what are, what are some of the things you guys are noticing and like the trends with, with that's going on with like rap culture? It's a new drug. I'm not talking about an actual drug. I'm
2: talking about this thing called clout. Mm-hmm um people want people want clout off of somebody else um so i guess what i'm getting what i'm guessing is getting killing some killing a big name person gives you clout but it really makes you look stupid mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um with the you know recently what happened with king von there was no guns drawn by King Vaughn and his camp. Mm-hmm. He was literally beating Quando Rondo up. King Vaughn was whooping Quando Rondo's ass. And his friend, Quando Rondo's friend, got out with the gun and killed King Vaughn in cold blood. Um, it's 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 sad to see, especially young kids, especially kids, you know, that's our age younger than younger than us you know go like this i I just i don't I don't know man it's sad man it's it's and rap they call it, they say rap is the most dangerous job ever you know because you don't know when
0: you'll walk out the door and somebody's waiting on you you know what I'm saying You're a constant target yeah uh I think uh one thing like for con- continuity purposes that I'm that I'm realizing and as a trend in rap music is uh when you go to like the people that we revered growing up, like the Jay Z's and the Nas' and mm-hmm. the Snoops and people like that, uh, whenever they got into legal trouble, it was more so like a scary thing. So it was like when Snoop was on trial, when you see Suge Knight on trial, when you see Lil Wayne on trial, uh, and these people are, you know, f- fighting for their lives before it was just like, damn, we can lose this rapper. Mm-hmm. Like this guy can go to jail. and He can just like
3: mm-hmm. be done forever.
0: Mm-hmm. So like before, it was you know you had a Jay Z where he has the stories floating around him about he he stabbed a producer in the studio and you know and you have a, a a Snoop Dogg where you know he he quote unquote quote a body, you know like these were the things that they it was a part of their lifestyle, mm-hmm. but they like even Snoop like he when he beat the case they he made a song called Murder Was The Case That They Gave Me like that song right so. But he, he wasn't glorifying the fact that he like could have potentially murdered somebody mm-hmm. he wasn't he didn't get on a track like oh them fuck them fuck boys trying to give me this but i'm still out like now it's it's that it's like i beat it and now i'm still being ignorant it was snooped off beat it you see him he's court case he's crying praying like thanking god like and he's not trying to clean up his act because he's still using like the bitches and hoes and stuff but mm-hmm. he's
1: not in the streets,
0: yeah, not just trying to move different from that. How, so, how old was Snoop Dogg at that time? It was 95,
2: he's probably in his yeah, early 20s. 20s, yeah. So, <laughs> Snoop Dogg was probably like 20,
1: probably like 20, no, no much older than 25. Yeah, I think the reason I asked that, I feel like we got to take into account that a lot of rappers nowadays are very young, yeah. And when you're young, you're not a lot of them don't have that maturity, you know, to be like to be 18 years old. From the streets and famous,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you don't have no guidance to really steer you in the right direction, like Kodak, for instance. You know, very talented, like a genius, almost musically gifted, but he doesn't have any guidance. Yeah. you're prone to make more mistakes. Like I couldn't imagine being 18 years old and famous. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm 24. I couldn't imagine being 24 years old and, and no famous. famous. Yeah, that's that's tough to. <laughs> that's do. tough. That's yeah, tough. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when you're growing up in, say, a, a, a roofless environment. Yeah, like some places, like where these a lot of these rappers are from it's tough to deal with, you Mm -hmm. know, especially when, if you already had pre-problems before you got in, now that person sees you blow up and now they're envious, they're jealous of you. Like, I got problems with this person. Now they they get even more mad because you're making all this money. You're on the TV with all the things that do. You're doing everything they want to do. So now they feel like, oh, the moment I get a chance, (laughs) the moment I get a chance to take them out, I'm gonna take them out.
2: But you know, you know what I would also, you know, to to, 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 to go back, Mm a lot of these kids, a lot a lot of these rappers, there's a saying, you live by the gun, you die by the gun. Mm. Um with King Vaughn. King Vaughn was a real life demon. Like he got bodies, he beat bodies. Um allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, let's say allegedly. Um so not to say, not to say, because I, I love I love King Vaughn as a rapper, but you know, not to say that what happened to him was coming to him, but like I said, you live by the gun, you die by the gun. You reap what you sow. Exactly. So it's like, you know, granted, he had his his dudes, his mans, whatever, his guys with him. But I believe that no matter, no matter if you're, if you're from, if you're the heart if you're the OG of the crew or whatever, you need security. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of these people don't walk around. a lot A lot of these artists don't walk around with security, especially if you if you from if you from that <laughs> that area where King Bond is from, and you got you know people coming at you. You got especially the type of person, like I said, the type of person that King Bond is was. Um, I believe he should have walked around with. Security. Yeah. People call you know six nine scared or whatever. The the, the the rainbow hair guy. Yeah, the rainbow hair guy. People call him scared, but he's he's very very smart. He knows what he did, but he walks around with armed, trained ex marine security. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that a lot of these rappers should do that, mm-hmm. especially if you came from rough areas.
0: I, I feel like now there's a like there's a disconnect between like what's real and what's not, mm-hmm. right? So you have, before it, it was, people would say the latest, right? The latest alcohol and people would want to go out and get the alcohol. Definitely. We, yeah. rap, we rap about cavassi, people getting cavassi. We rap about Hypnotic, Chingy and Nelly and them talking about Hypnotic, we gonna go Hypnotic. We talking about Doucet, Henny. We're going to go get Henny, you feel me? Yeah. So, like, now they're literally inserting that into raps. Word. Think about before, when you were younger, did you know what a Draco was? Mm-mm. When you were younger, did you know what an FNN was? Mm-mm. When you were younger, did you know what, like, you feel me? Some of these some of these guns installed, Glock, Glock with a dick on it, all those other toys, all those other shit. is like, bro, the stuff that they're rapping about is like, all right. Everything that comes from raps... Is like think about like rap like a 3D printer, right? I'm going to rap about it. It's going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. So if I'm telling you I pop perks, I do Zans, I drink lean every day, mm-hmm. 3D print that, there's going to be people out there reflecting that. Yeah. If I say I'm I'm treating women like this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, there's going to be people out there doing that yeah alcohol same thing so it's like with now with the gun thing it's like it's a cool thing to have the gun in your video and have it i always said like this like i'm a hundred percent going to get my license carried mm-hmm. but for me when i get mine it's going to be like a fire extinguisher it's in your crib you know what's there it's there for emergency purposes it's never, nobody's going to know nobody's going to know you would have to take your gun out to clean it obviously and like you have to keep it oiled and all that good stuff but um Like it's, there's no, there's no point where I'm going to need to take it out to play around. I'm going to need to take it out to flash it at the camera or anything. You don't, as far as you know, I don't have a gun. I don't have any money. Mm -hmm. I don't have any girls around me. None of that. There's there's certain things that people don't need to see. Like, but everybody wants to put things in the light now. Like, I don't know if you guys uh, really like follow Drewski. Like I know you do, Mm -hmm. but
1: who's that? Uh, he's a he's a
0: he's a comedian, but he's he funniest. he put up a video right of just like he was pretending like to be the police, mm-hmm. and he was saying like rappers are making it so easy for. Oh, I know what that is. I know you, just and is. and it's like people are literally like, and they'll talk about snitching, but it's like the first thing you're doing is snitching What's on yourself. Or, like, got him, like or even on uh, uh Wallow and um Gilly the Kid. Shout out to them. They was talking about it. Um, he was big saying shout like out to them, big shout out to them. He was saying that like uh he was like that. Like people are telling themselves within their within their rap names now. Like <laughs> I'll call myself CeeLo the shooter. Like, you feel me? Th- this to that. This to, like it's like, bro, the peep back in the day, if you were that, you were that. People didn't need to like there's very few players in 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 history that can just go by one name, right? Mm-hmm. You got Jordan, you got LeBron, mm-hmm. right? You got Kobe. You don't have to say their first and last name, you know who they are, because they were ballers. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows they were ballers like just like there's people who is synonymous with being that person in within crime like you could say oh like if you're talking about hey you're talking about bonds they know you're talking about making like you feel me like you you, there's certain names that like it's going to carry themselves because they were who they were Mm -hmm. like so if you're that person why would you even have to add that to your name imagine me going yo what's good i ball I score forty points every time I play. What the fuck? I'm not gonna say that. You are gonna see when I step on the court. Yeah. If I'm a signed shooter, you you gonna see me shoot like when I when it's time to shoot. Like, why would I want to put that out there that I'm this? I I was listening to
1: something and it was saying like our culture now is if you don't get it on video or camera, like it just didn't happen. You know, I feel like nowadays, like you can go on Instagram right now, go look at my timeline right now, and I'm gonna see something like someone's trying to portray their lifestyle. Like they're going to be trying to show that they have money. Mm -hmm. They're going to be trying to show that they drink. They're going to even myself. Like I post some of the stuff I do, I read and things like Mm -hmm. that. So it's like, if you don't post it or you don't do it, it's almost like people think you're not doing it. And, but sometimes that, that can backfire. And I think, I think everything in life is like a, a bell curve. Mm -hmm. Like you should not want to do too little of it. Like you shouldn't be in hiding. You know what I mean? Like with certain things, like the world, like for instance, you design clothes, the world shouldn't know that you design clothes and you should post it and you should market that but there's certain things there's certain things that if you're going overboard there's no need to tell the world like there's certain things that it's go you're posting too much yeah. you know what I mean you're posting things that the world does not need to know yeah. like the world needs to know that Asante Santi markets clothing Santi makes his own designs Santi just to open his new LLC the world needs to know that but they don't need to know your family issues. (laughs) They don't need to know your relationship issues. Unless it's for the podcast and you're sharing value Mm -hmm. and you're trying to help someone else with your story. But like I said, again, there's certain things no one needs to know. And I think now in our culture that that, borderline is missing where it's like, no, I want people to know I smoke weed every day. I want people to know that I'm a thug. I want people to know I'm this. I want people to know I'm not it's the lifestyle like like for what people don't leave things to imagination anymore
0: because mm. even now you like you deal with like women and stuff now mm. like women will have a certain guard up because they're just like, used to dealing with a certain quality of men mm-hmm. oh right? man so it's like we're not gonna get into that no nah, we're not like it's not really to get into that but it's just like bro like a dude will lay everything out on the table like offer it's like bro leave something man, for imagination like yeah I've been in situations where I didn't, you know, I might have had to get my bread up or do something like that. But it's like, you didn't see that
1: because
0: it wasn't for, like, if I didn't have money all week, by the time I see you on a weekend, I'll save you, I have bread.
1: So you didn't need to know about my struggle all week. You know? you know, it's crazy. But then it's like, some, you know, we as a society, not some people, we as a society, it's posting, I'm broke right now, but I'm getting my bread up. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, why would you even do that? <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I can't have not eaten in three days, but I'm grinding. Okay. Bro, right. like, and that's, that's the thing is like,
0: people like to do stuff like that. And then now there's no, you can't keep up with that. Like a girl, me to do like him. Oh, I'm gonna on a date. I'm going to post his fingers. Right. I'm going I'm, I'm to post my plate in his, right. Yeah. But you don't really have those no type of like you don't you don't know what where this is going. Yeah. Now you never see dude again, right? Now you're on your story talking hot. We we so it's like, no, nah, not nah, now
1: they they tap people be watching girls just tallying up these shit. Like, all right, that's another one. Yeah, that's we, another And one. we were talking like, about that too about even with the podcast, like we said, we made a bond, like we're not gonna stop until yeah. we get like to hundred. Cause how crazy does it look to post one episode, post all these videos, people see it and then gone. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like are we supposed to just forget? <laughs> are we supposed to forget that you were doing this? Are we supposed to forget all this stuff? So it's not like I said before. It's, it's a bell curve. Know what to post. Know what not to post. Like, and and when you post something to social media and things like that, just know you're making a commitment. Mm-hmm. Like after we post all this stuff about the, pop, we are now committed to it. Because if we don't do it now, it reflects our character. Yeah. Like, oh, that the type of pre to, to do something for a week and stop. Are they the type of person to date this person for a month and stop? You know, what I mean, let me not mess with this person. Let me not do that. You know. All right. So, like, I I want to pose a question to you guys. I don't, I necessarily
0: don't even have an answer for it because I just thought about, it. but mm-hmm. um, because as a, as a community, right? Mm-hmm. As um, I would say, you know, the black culture, because mm-hmm. uh, we're all we're all African American, um, and even just with uh, people of any type of ethnic background, like we've. All carried a certain type of music. Like rap didn't always exist, right? Mm. So before that, there was rock. We had, for those of you who don't know, rock was a black thing first, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so we had rock. Blues. There was there was blues, you know. There was there was pop. We had R and B. Mm. So like w- jazz, like mm. when the like this type of music was playing, and they had like lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like jazz and stuff didn't really have that, that much lyrics, but what, the music that had lyrics mm-hmm. was prevalent, and that was like the main genre in our culture. Mm. I don't think it was as influential as rap. So what do you think it is now Mm. that's making people wanna live the music they're listening to compared to before when it was just music to them? It was just
1: entertainment. I I think one, rap is global now. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you look at globalization, you know, raps global which is just a globalization is just the interchange like the context
0: giving people some context,
1: but let them know what globalization means for so global know. globalization is just the integration between culture people you know governments products business all that across the world and all coming together now and creating kind of like one really big community because of social media like i can have i can speak to people in venezuela mm. every single morning i can mm. do that but that was never possible before you know what i mean but now you can do that i could speak to someone in in Europe if I wanted to at the drop of his finger. That was never possible now. And I think because it's so global, you got something called groupthink. It's mm-hmm. like, if you see a group of people doing something, you think it's the right thing to do in society. So now you can go on Instagram and all across the world, no matter what country you live in, there's people listening to rap music and there's people trying to portray I, You know, it used to be a joke when we were younger, when you started seeing people who weren't African-American dressing like us yeah. or listening to our music. And it started out as a joke. Like, oh, look at that guy. You know, he's trying to be black or something like that. It was a joke, but now it's like, wait a minute. Everyone dresses like us. Everyone listens to our music. You go on the Billboard Top 100 or whatever top albums in the world, it's rap music. (laughs) It's black artists. Like Lil Uzi Vert is a new artist, and he's already one of the top uh, Billboard singles to ever make music. And that's crazy to think about, you know? So I think now it's like when you go on social media, right, and the people you deem is cool right Mm -hmm. the people you see i guess whatever you are portraying a life that looks very fun or kind of have something you want and you see them doing it and you see people you know following them and doing that too in your head it's like well i want to do that too you know especially for a younger generation younger kids you see future for instance people who follow future you see future posting stuff on instagram it's like wow He's getting so much love. He gets all these women. He gets all... But he has. he's posting the Gucci belt. He's posting this new whatever that tequila bottle people are going crazy about. Mm-hmm. And it shows a certain... Class of the Azul. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, it, is, it it gives you... It's almost like a certain persona or like a certain type of status. You know, because we humans, how hard we try or not, we put like people in status groups. So you have a BMW... You're buying a nice bottle. You come off as someone who has really got it. And if you portray it on social media, you can see that. And people are like, oh, I respect that guy. I listen to that guy. But granted, you don't know what the actual situation is. Mm-hmm. And I think the the more global it becomes and the more people you see doing it and, like, you go on futures. For instance, say a, a, a girl, for instance, a girl will post herself. I saw someone something about working out. Say someone who works out, right? Mm-hmm. A girl could post literally facts, like facts about working out, facts about diet. It'll get two hundred likes. But let her turn around, show what she got, in a really tight pants with a with a a, a short shirt. She's getting a thousand likes. That, so that,
0: that my bad for cutting you off, but I just want to like add, add in real quick. That goes back to people like people don't care how you got what you got. People just care that you had it. Mm-hmm. Like people don't like you on the come up because mm. they goes back to that Instagram because like they don't care about what it took to get that body. Mm. They don't realize that oh like she she's she's you know um, promoting flat tummy tea, but the, just the tea isn't what got her flat stomach.
1: You get me? So it's like <laughs> it, go, it goes it just goes back to that. That's yeah. how people think. Yeah, it's crazy like she, she wasn't drinking that when she got that. You know what I'm saying? But so it's like if you. Or someone, you're like, oh, my God, I wish I could get 10,000 likes on my photos. Well, how do I get that? Oh, all I got to do is this. Well, all these girls, I see this person over here getting all these girls. What are they doing that I'm not doing? Oh, they're going to the club and buying all these Henny bottles, putting on their Instagram story. Let me start doing that. Let me keep up with the Joneses. You know, and I think that the more that starts to happen, you, st- it's just you get lost. What is it? You get lost in the sauce. You get lost, lost in sauce. You know what I mean? And, it's, and I think that's the life people are trying to live, like, Everyone on social media, granted us too, is trying to show a, a certain persona, you know. But I always say, like, it's not tricking if you got it. So it's one thing if, like, this is really your life. But say you're going to the club and buy all these bottles, and all these things. But at the end of the day, you have no savings. You're putting hmm. on a credit card. You're not living right and you're doing it for other people and you're not really progressing your own life forward. I think you just on the a sense of just missing the ball for you're losing <laughs> for uh, credibility purposes, and I don't
0: want to go slandering anybody's name. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you who off camera, but there's a uh, there's someone who's like from this area that's uh like not this area, but he's from Jersey, mm-hmm. and like they do the Instagram thing or whatever, mm-hmm. and like they just portray that they have a bunch of stuff. You know, they're always in a nice car, they got jewelry and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but. Um, Not last year, but the year before on Thanksgiving, I went outside and I saw the person like right on the highway, like their car broke down, right? Mm -hmm. And I shit you not, they were literally driving like a 1993 Toyota, but was outside of the car with like six, seven different VVS chains on, had a bus down, bro, I put out my life. And when I saw that, I was like, what? And like my boy, shout out to Thump he was telling me that, like, he was like, yo, like, like, there's a lot of people that, like, they they fake it. Like, they fake it, like, because he, he got nice shit. Mm-hmm. He raps. Mm-hmm. He signed. And um he was just telling me, like, he's like, yo, like, there's, he, he when he was dealing with the people there telling him, he was like, yo, there's people, like, he already had stuff, so, like, he went there and was able to bargain for, like, what he he what he was able to get, because he wasn't coming there with nothing. Mm-hmm. But there's people that come there with nothing, and they'll be like, alright, like, we're not going to give you any money yet, but we, we like you and we want to put you in in the light of our people. So you'll sign some papers and then now they give you like a care package mm-hmm. where it's like, you have a bust down watch, you got two chains, with your name on it. You got this, you got, this, just so you're viewed in the light of I'm being, I'm a successful person, even though you're still in the same situation you're in, not get any money, literally no money. They're just improving. the like they're painting the outside of rotten apple gold instead of just
1: like trying to work from the inside out Mm -hmm. like it it, which that shit blew my mind yeah yeah and it's but it's interesting too because like at the same time for instance if you want to say you wanted to be a businessman you still have to i guess it's like you got to portray that image so you got to start wearing suits and i guess if you want to be a rapper or you want to be that lifestyle it's like you have to portray that rapper image which is to have a watch and have a chain and have all that stuff. So them, like them giving them that care package, I, I can see why they do it. But like we said, it was a week ago, delayed gratification. You have to then be like, well, if I take this, what does this get me in life? And it takes a special type of person, you know, a, 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 a strong mental for two to, to be like, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that, you know, I'm just not going to. And it takes a special person to be like, my family's going to Jamaica, my friends going to Jamaica. I have no money. I'm not going to put 1200 on my credit card and take pictures in Jamaica and look cool. It takes us like you have to have men- that takes a strong mental fortitude to be like, nope.
0: So like, all right, so basically what what I'm what I'm getting from this conversation right here is just, it's based on influence. Cuz even now, right? Influence is so strong. -hmm. That it literally became a job title. Did you realize that? Influencer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) my job is to make everyone else think whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm drinking, Mm -hmm. whatever I'm smoking, whatever Mm -hmm. I'm wearing, whatever I'm driving, Mm -hmm. this is it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's every time I see influence, that's what I want to add. It's like, if you're a person, if you're Meek Mill, Mm And you want to do an ad for Rolex? You want to do an ad for Bugatti and say this is a nice car. Like you, like he's a person where right, enough people trust his word. Enough people like knows who he is to be like, all right, like Meek is promoting this. Mm-hmm. Same way you have like Peyton Manning and them doing like the um the uh the, the car commercials. Like they're athletes; they don't really mm-hmm. know anything about cars, but they're endorsing the car. Mm-hmm. But this person is famous because they either look good. Mm-hmm. Or they might be, like, the, the influencers are famous for influence, which makes zero sense. To yeah. Zero sense. It's like, you're famous for nothing. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a few people, I'm not going to get into naming people, but there's a few celeb- people that are quote unquote celebrities that are literally famous for doing nothing. It's like, bro, you don't make music, you don't dribble a ball, throw a ball, you don't Like you don't do anything with them, but you're like you're not a music producer, you're not a a a radio personality, like you're not a media guy, like you do nothing, but like you're just famous just to be famous. Which like the fact that people allow people to, I mean, to each his own. What people allow has has nothing to do with me, but the fact that people like literally subscribe to like that type of behavior and think like that's something that that that, that's cool Mm -hmm. is crazy to me. Like and you know.
2: People are, like you said, people are just famous for doing nothing. People like that's I'm just sitting there, you know, scrolling on Instagram. I'm like, damn, two million followers for what? Like, what does she do? What do what does she he do? You know what I'm saying? What does she all she
1: do is shake up booty and get pregnant by rappers? But the but the problem is, you wanna know it's crazy, the problem is that we watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that's the that's the problem. Definitely, the problem. I mean, if you didn't, if I'm be honest, if you we we if we did not watch it, then that would not be possible. Mm-hmm.
0: But and but the thing is, it's not even like there's a bunch of enablers because there's just a few people like us that are that are like on the outside looking in that don't value those things. So if enough people just think that shit is
1: valuable, it's gonna take off definitely because right, you got to look at it like this it's called um like a group thing basically there's um there's a couple of them though but authority buys and things like that if you this is what some people do this is what you could really do if you ever want something to pop right say we you post something right mm-hmm. call uh the 15 of your friends you cool with right tell them to repost it right they repost it you put that on your story and then watch the domino effect of how many people begin to do it. That's because we, as humans, bro, when someone else does something and we see everyone else doing it, we want to fit in. We don't want to be left out. We mm-hmm. want to show that we fit into the group and we get along and we're not behind. So we're going to get right into it. We're going to do it right there. That's like, why you think they get, like you said, you said Meek Mill before. Meek Mill can endorse. Meek Mill can know nothing about cars, for instance. Like he, let's say he, I don't know if he does or doesn't, we're just using hypothetical. He can know nothing about cars, but if they put Meek Mill in that commercial with the cars, right? His fans will, a couple a large majority of his fans are gonna go buy the car. Yeah. And you're like, Meek Mill gonna be like, this is the best car in the market, yada, yada, yada. It's because a Meek Mill has authority in rap. And because he's endorsing this car, we automatically assume he then has authority in that. That's just our automatic reaction to not even think about it. And that's why I said before the whole woke situation. Yeah. You're only woke if you know that your mind's playing tricks on you and you can stop it.
0: Like, um, back to the whole, like, the, the woke thing. You know, Future, like, he's a person that he endorses, like, you know, drugs and misogyny and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So there was an interview where uh, Juice World said that, like, he started doing drugs because of Future. Mm-hmm. And he died from an overdose. Mm-hmm. And Future is went on record saying before that like i don't do as much drugs as people think i do i literally wouldn't be able to function if i did like i have to record music Mm -hmm. so like the disconnect is that people don't see that like what they're being fed Mm -hmm. isn't
1: what's going on Mm -hmm. yeah did you see that car might not be the best car did you see the video with offset uh which one he was recording cardi b he was like don't let her fool you guys she cooks and cleans yeah. Was, he yeah, was, yeah. He was recording yeah. her cleaning the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, how many people are women are, are singing that saying that lyric saying I don't cook a clean and they actually not doing it? They heard in a song, and they think it's cool, but it's like, no, that person yeah. actually Bro, cooks a
0: clean. that first off, City Girls just came out. Oh my god. Right within like the last few years. Two, two, two years. Two years. Two yeah. years, right? Mm-hmm. How many girls are modeling themselves after these women? A lot. So for you to go, oh, you can't like I've seen girls tweet like crazy stuff like, oh, you can, we can't even have a convo before before you hit the cash app or something like that and all the other stuff. And it's like the sweeties and the city girls and the Megans and all that stuff. Not only are they talking like that because they have value to themselves, but they also can do that shit for themselves. Exactly. Like you're asking people to buy you stuff. You're asking people to uh, you're you're asking people to um do these things because of your looks. And it's like, you don't have anything.
1: These girls look good and they're millionaires. I think it's also important. It's like someone like Some of these people are in extremely happy relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> so like. A lot of these women, they're, they're in, even men, you know, rappers who rap about like someone like 2 Chains. That man is happily married for a very long time. <laughs> like these people are, in great relationships, but they they sell something to the public, which is not actually, you know, how it, things are in real life. And you got to look at, well, who who signs their paychecks? Yeah. <laughs> who's the one who's the one paying them only if they do that, if they rap and sing about things like that? But that's a whole nother.
0: Like, that's a whole nother conversation. So the, the, same, the same way uh, it might not be the best car, the same way that Cardi B, might she might cook and clean regardless of whatever she says on music. These rappers... Aren't killing people the way they say they are because they literally would not be free if they didn't. Mm -hmm. So, like the fact that y'all are going, y'all imitating these things that y'all see Mm -hmm. and do, and like going back to like street culture, yeah, like with the with the Chicago drill scene, like Jay brought it to our attention this week that drill music. Well, it's we knew this already, but like the pockets of drill music Mm -hmm. has literally spread so much and it's become something so far from what it originally started as. It was Chicago street culture. We have a high, uh, you know, gun violence. And this is what we're about. This is what's happening over here. Mm-hmm. They've spiked and they raised homicides in other areas because they tried to emulate what they were doing. Definitely. And I believe when, whenever,
2: what when was it, 2012, when Chief Keefe, and the whole old block and Lil Reese, Lil Dirk, and everybody came out. Our generation switched, did it like a major switch. And it was so crazy because when we were growing up, right? When we were growing up, it was clean cut, you know, not always, it's not true. but Having, I think music was like. I it, was, think it was more so was like, about fun. not clean cut, but music, it was more so about bro, fun. You, they, they yeah, about, it was
1: more about just to, looking, just looking. But go listen to get Richard Dye trying
0: straight through. I mean, what? I'm, no, no, no. no. All right, listen, they, listen. They, they were speaking from past tense about what they've been through. What they've been, through. not yeah. what they're currently doing. <laughs> what? Uh, look, I listen, know, listen. Bro. I think they always 50, been a, Fifty wasn't talking a, about something. There's always been a pocket of that, bro. Listen, yeah. listen. But
2: listen, listen, listen. When we, I'm just not even on music. I mean, yeah, we talk about yeah, um. It was it was okay for your you know for your hair to look nice. It was okay for your dreads to be clean. Mm-hmm. You know, when Chief Keefe came out with the one dread down his face and you know swinging it around like, you know, crazy. You seen everybody doing that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted that one dread down his face. You yeah. you know, you know everybody was what well, what was they wearing? Um what was Chief and them wearing?
0: Um, uh, True Religion, True
2: Religion Polo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You've seen that everywhere. I'm a victim to it. You know what I'm saying. I I wore True Religion and you know Polo, but when they were talking about you know killings and how they you know how they come up and what they what they call doing a drill, drill. You know, doing a drill. Like you could see the change, especially in like Patterson. Yeah, like. You know, I didn't grow up in Patterson, but I I grew up playing basketball in Patterson. And I have a lot of, you know, friends in Patterson that fall that fell victim to gun violence. You know what I'm saying? Behind doing drills and you know being an op. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That word op when that when they when that word op became a mm-hmm. thing,
0: yeah. were, I was like, oh man. Because like, all right. I, right is short for opposition, right? Mm-hmm. So if you oppose somebody, just because I oppose you doesn't mean I'm I'm against you. Mm-hmm. I'm just I just might not I might not agree where you're from. I might not agree with the shit that you about and we about this. Colors might be different. Whatever you you're just opposite of whatever the other person's doing, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean we need to kill each other. That doesn't mean just because we disagree, someone needs to die. Someone needs to get beat up. Someone needs to, like that shit they were, like I like you're taking things from other people's neighborhoods and you're trying to make it your own thing. Smoking on this person, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. That was never a thing over here. Never. Even like people like it, it's just all about influence and like overall what I'm seeing is like the damage is being done because people can't draw the line between what's real and what's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you become a person where you're like all right I'm doing this because of this and you don't really have a reasoning. You're just doing it because everyone else is doing it. Mm -hmm. You're now a person where it's like, all right, you just fell victim to whatever, like that 15 seconds of you want to be tough because this person did this or they said you about now you're gone. You're done for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. whether it be you being dead Mm -hmm. or you killing a person. Now you're away from your family for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. These rappers aren't doing that because they're, gonna put out a song next week and then the week
1: after that and they'll yeah. put out a, a song a month later an album whatever they but keep I, think it's, doing. I think it's also to take note which is important that i think it's kind of pain music in a sense that if you've seen something your whole life right and you've done things that correlate your whole life you've been through things your friends like you're saying past this you've been in the streets your whole life you then can only rap about what you know so i think at some certain point it has to go from why is it that this is all these kids know and like what are we going to do to help them mm-hmm. because it's like yeah we could say like yeah, yeah criticizing why that's all you guys rap about but at a certain i mean that's all they know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like if i was like if we were if that's all we knew it was it's all we would talk about but the problem is now like with the globalization is you have a kid in the suburbs who he hears that and he internalizes that and hey man, you are not like that. So I'm, <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna use you against you. You mm-hmm. said before, right? You're mm-hmm. like that. Uh, a person was saying, like, "What do you do when you isn't working?" Right? Yeah. Remember that, right? Yeah. So now, of all like, I grew up in Patterson. Mm-hmm. Street violence is at an all-time high in Patterson, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much consistently has always been bad mm-hmm. within certain areas, right? Mm-hmm. But I had the wherewithal to be like, all right, I know there's something outside of this. I have friends that have been killed. Mm. I have friends that have been locked up. Mm. One of my best friends growing up, he's currently locked up. I talk to him all the time. Mm. So it's like I could have easily been one of those people. Yeah. But it's like I knew that there was a world outside of that. So it's like for 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 the kids that Mm. they they see. These things, and they know these. Like that's all they know. Like you, you have to. Like you said before, you said you have to know Mm -hmm. what's going on,
1: and you have to know that your that your your mind is playing a trick on you. Yeah, but I think I I agree. But I would also say like we have a great support system. Like
0: Mm -hmm. our family's
1: great. You know what I'm saying? Like we have people who would help guide us out of situations like that. Some people don't have that. You know what I mean? Some people like I I I think I said before too. It's like. When, when, you say, like, when you think like that, when I say things like that, it's like you got to think about the average person, mm-hmm. like the person who fits in the box. Like there's very few people, you know, not very few, but there's some people who are outside of that where it's like, well, they're in certain situations where it's like almost impossible to make it out of. Even though some do make it out of those same exact situations, you can't expect the majority of the herd to make it out of that certain situation. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have no support system at home and that's all you know, you can't eat you're going to do certain things. I heard in a J Cole song once it was like, he was talking about like God forgiving people and things like that. And it's like, if you're like, say your daughter's starving at home, it's cold, your daughter's cold and starving. What are you going to go do? Yeah. You can say, go get a job, work double hours, but like your daughter's starving today. That paycheck takes two weeks to come.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are you going to go do right now to feed your daughter? Like, what are you willing to do to feed your and,
0: daughter? And like, that's, that's the thing about like, um, like when I was talking about before, like those caterpillar moments of like life being progressive, right? Mm-hmm. Jay Z was that person. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, A Walk Flocka was that person. I don't know if you guys seen Waka interviews like re- of recent. He's definitely changed, man. Yeah, I need to watch him. Mm-hmm. He's he's woke. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nah, I'm joking, but nah, he's he's definitely like it's he's a 180 of what he was before. Yeah, and it, it's just about those moments of understanding, like this is what I have to be to survive right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be this restaurant. for SM, yeah. and that's what it is. Like I know people that had, like I know somebody that had to trap for that trap for one summer, trapped the whole summer, right? Got a car, used that car, got a job, <laughs> took that money, invested into his own business. Mm-hmm. Now he's has a license in this. He, he's just doing a bunch of things, but that trapping for one summer. That's oh, all he had to do that for one summer. Yeah. That doesn't mean that he's gonna. Talk about that for the rest of us. Like, Oh, I had to do this to do do, do, that. No, but like you could give that one example of I had to get through this to get through that. Yeah. Some of us had to go through childhood trauma to be the people that we need to be. Some of us had to go through depression. Some of us has to go through Mm loss. Some of us has has to just, and some people don't have to go through much. And like I said before, like it's about those puzzle pieces. So if you have that support system, Mm -hmm. you have, like we had support system, but it's not, we didn't also always have necessarily have the money yeah you know i mean so it's like the family keeping you close and keeping you grounded is what i like now like we all started building and started we're able to do positive things to create and generate more income for our family to be in a better off position. so like every you're always going to be missing something yeah like i what i like i just wanted to have this conversation so we could um just like just explore like a couple possibilities on like why things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Like there's no immediate remedy and there's no um, clear cut mm-hmm. answers. Like this is happening because of this. But I would just say just like to like to to the youth out there, um, like you just want to live to see another day. You know, mm-hmm. like 2020 has showed all of us yeah. that any given day, any given day, mm-hmm. right? any given time, any given time. So it's like. For us, we have to now take conscious decisions, especially since we see like the the like the state that 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 the world is in, right? Everybody has to make everything a calculated move, mm-hmm. make everything count. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, just be able to enjoy what you enjoy, mm-hmm. but still not let it like like how we said before, like you know you can enjoy eating junk food every now and then, but you still balance that. Mm-hmm. you listen to that music you're doing this all right like you have to do that life whatever the case may be like just balance it with something else mm-hmm. so everything's about you can't put in all bad and expect good out yeah. it's impossible so um yeah there's another episode i uh, just want to thank y'all if you stop listening after 15 seconds or if you got here this is what you just want to thank you for tuning in yes, and uh sir, giving right? us a shot uh follow us on our uh, accounts respectively. I'm um, at the Demigod. You got cb.lopez Understood. and uh, Mr. J. Wheeler. Follow the main page at the Demigod Chronicles. Uh, follow Master Studios. Um, and uh, yeah, we just ask you guys keep engaging with us. Uh, We're going to keep the ball rolling. Man, listen now for them playlist drop. Oh yeah, man. weekly. Every, every week. Uh, we did the first one last week. Every Tuesday, right? It was Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we, Jay's gonna be dropping a, a weekly playlist. So uh, we this, just actually ask- this this week is gonna be uh, since we talk about globalization,
2: it's gonna be a lot of different rappers from different countries. All um, right.
0: So yeah, we're gonna have an international playlist this week. Definitely. Um, Jay, he has a really good ear for music, so he's just gonna try to you know put you guys on and some some stuff that you might not. No, and yep. you know bring back some some old hits definitely, definitely. that you might have forgot about so um and i'm they, showing love to local rappers man yeah, local so if, if, if anybody locally is uh you know engaged with us or, or or a listener or if you know anybody that you feel like you know mm-hmm. might be uh of substance and they have uh, like a like a, g- a good good music just you know send it in don't be afraid to dm us on um or add us under their stuff and mm-hmm. uh there's another episode thank you for coming the media chronicles and here you go